0: father once again we celebrate your honor and glory this morning we appreciate your love and kindness and goodness over our life we thank you for your intentions and counsel that has been revealed that has been fulfilled in our lives and through our life you've awakened us unto another brand new day we rejoice oh god over you as you rejoice over us we celebrate your love and kindness We celebrate the revelation of Christ once again this morning that is being manifest in our lives and through our life. We are awaking unto you this morning. We come once again to surrender ourselves, to yield ourselves, our faculties, mind, soul, body, thoughts. Yes, our desire, our aspiration, all that we are, all that we have, all that we hope to be not just today but tomorrow and the next day oh god yes and the next week and the next month and the next year and the next decade always surrender to you we ask you lord once again this morning to fill us to fill us with christ we want to be we want to be filled with christ we want to come to yes the fullness of christ for our life for our day We want our life to become the extension of his, yes, of his will and counsels in the earth. And so, Father, once again, we pray this morning that through your spirit, you will enable us, you will energize us. You will empower us, oh God, as we continue to seek, oh God, for a divine, yes, impartation. As we continue to pray that you ignite us afresh, that you pour your oil, yes, upon every area of our life. That once again, you will grace us. To be and to become all that you have ordained us to be. We know that we have a calling. We know that we have a purpose. We know that we have an assignment. We are knowledgeable about what you want to do in our life. But we also know that we do not have what it takes to carry out this assignment. We also know that we do not fully have, yes, the full authority. We have not fully wear, yes, the garment, yes, to carry out this mandate and this assignment. And this is why we are asking, Lord, that our life become, yes, one that is infused with your spirit again. You said in the last day you will pour out your spirit upon our flesh. <clears throat> this outpour is not just for us, yes. To display something to the world, it's not just for us to yes to prove a point. No, it's to enable us, is to enable us, is to energize us, is to empower us. Your 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 outpouring, your spirit in our life is to give us the capacity, the competence, the skill, yes, to represent you, to finish the work that you have assigned us. For we can talk about you, we can talk about your kingdom, we can talk about your throne, we can talk about so many things, and in fact we can write about them. But if these things that we are doing are not accompanied by, by your power, by your presence, by your glory, our words are in vain. And you said, like the Pharisee, you said, all that they are doing are in vain. You said, they, they, they speak and they preach and they teach But all the things they are doing are in vain. And we can see that even though they claim to know you, they claim to have the truth, yet their life reflects blindness. Lord, we don't want our life to reflect that of uh, uh, the, the, the nature and the character of the Pharisee. We want to be people of the Spirit. That is the only difference in the life of the Pharisee. They didn't have the Spirit. And they didn't want the Spirit. Therefore, when you came, they could not recognize Father, we pray that we will see this morning. That we will know, we will be able to identify and recognize all your prophetic demand and intentions for our life. And this is why we ask this morning that once again, that you will fill us with your spirit. That the filling of the spirit is a continual thing. Is a day-to-day, moment-by-moment, yes, thing. Is a continual experience. And so we ask you once again this morning, fill us as we get ready to engage the world as we go go out this morning yes, to carry out our duties, whatever it is that you have assigned us Lord, we know of our own strength we cannot do those things, we know that of our own will and ability we will fail, in fact we have no strength of our own, as we have read in your word, Blessed are those whose strength is in you, so we pray this morning, as we come to pray means to come in humility. To pray means to humble ourselves. To pray means to acknowledge that there is one who knows all. To pray means to, 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 to acknowledge that there is one who understands all things. To pray means to acknowledge that we are limited, that we are short-sighted, that we are blind, that we have no might and power, to resolve the kind of situations and challenges that will be faced with. And so, Father, we ask you this morning, lead us via your Spirit. Grant us grace. Enable us. Feel us afresh. Baptize us. Immerse us, O oh God. Deep us in the river, in the pool of your Spirit. Yes. Deep us in the pool of your Spirit. Deep us, Lord, in the river of your Spirit until we are completely submerged bring us to the place where our life yes becomes one with you you said he who have joined himself with christ is of one spirit our desire this morning is that we will reflect oneness with christ oneness of thought, oneness of agenda oneness yes of intention oneness of motive that everything that we do becomes the very extension of of your heartbeat oh that our heart this money yes will beat after your after your heart desire Oh, Father, that we would we would dance to the rhythm of your heart. This is our prayer this morning, that our life becomes the very expression of what your kingdom means and represents in the earth. This is our prayer this morning, that our life, oh God, becomes the very expression, the very extension, the very mandate, the very desire of your will in the earth. You desire to manifest yourself in the earth. And Lord, we present ourselves as instrument as you found yes in us in his day who manifests your desire who manifests your intention who prayed your will we pray you will find us worthy this morning as you found yes Noah in his day I pray that you will find us worthy in our time in our day as you found Sarah worthy in our time I pray Lord that you will find us worthy yes Lord as instrument as vessels to be used as you found oh God yes Great men and women, the David of of his time, the Joshua, yes, the Joseph of their time, Lord, the Deborahs of their time. As you found this instrument, we pray, Lord, that you will find us. That the very value you found in them, the value you found in David, for you to say, yes, you will restore the tabernacle of David in the in the in the end of days. Oh, Father, that you will find such value in us, such passion, such attitude, such position, oh God of faith, that you will find in us what you found, oh God, in Saul of Tarsus, that you called him and you transformed him, oh God, to become Paul, yes Lord, who wrote one third of the scripture, Father, that you find in us what you found in Timothy, Spirit of God, that whatever you found, oh God, yes, in the apostles, whatever you found in the disciples, in Matthew, in John, in Luke, oh God, Father, we pray that you will find the same in us. It's not enough for us to be called, many are called, we've gone beyond the calling. We want to present to you the value system. We want to present to you the kind of quality of faith. We want to present to you the kind of quality of lifestyle. We want to present to you the kind of quality, yes, of determination, of persuasion, oh God, that nothing can shake or move us, oh God. We want, oh God, our life to become a reflection of the testimony of Christ. We know, Almighty God, that what we have is not enough. What we have, the kind of hunger, the kind of passion, the kind of desire we have for the things of your spirit, for the things of your kingdom is just not enough. It's just not enough to deal with the kind of yes ministry that you've committed into our hands. We recognize what is before us we recognize what is before us we recognize the day that you have brought us into, we recognize oh God the field that you have brought us into, we recognize the nature oh God of the 21st century, we recognize oh God the complexity of our day, we recognize oh God the kind of men and women we are going to be dealing with oh God in government oh God yes father, we recognize the kind of issues today that have found its way into the church, into the body and so father we pray give us something oh god that is that is not just equal to the challenge, but that is greater and we know there is nothing else but your spirit we need to be filled we need to grow we need to mature to some is given one to some is given two to some is given more to some is given 30 to some is given 60 and then there are those who are going yes for the fullness father we pray oh god that ha, to, to, to engage this day with the order of the 30 fold and 64 will not do Father we want to go beyond the average We want to come into the fullness Your word says until we come to the full stature To come to the full stature is to have yes The reality of the kind of authority and power And dominion that is required To have yes an understanding of the kind of spirit that is required Father we pray in days where gods are becoming men and men are becoming gods. In days where the spirit of fallen angels are mingling themselves with the soulish order of men. In days where women are offering their womb to birth demonic activity into the earth. In days, oh God, where satanic, satanic influence, oh God, are are merging themselves with the system that defines the, 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 workings of men. In days where powers of darkness are capturing the media and and are becoming the very extension of what we call education father we pray that you will give us such a grace such a position such oh god a determination to see beyond the veneers to see beyond the veneers to see beyond the lies to see beyond the cutting to see beyond the deception just as jesus was able to see deep into the recesses of heart of man and he can say to them why do you doubt why do you lie he could see deep into the hearts of men the heart of men we know is deep who can search it but jesus could not be hindered he saw into the hearts of men he knew their intentions. He saw into, yes, their agenda from afar. He knew them. He knew them. He saw them from afar. He knew them. He could call them by name. He said, I saw you. I saw you while you were seated. Yes. At the, at the, at the sycamore tree. I saw you. I saw you, Nathaniel. I saw you before we ever came into contact. I already saw you. Ah, we want to operate in that dimension. That we can see things before they happen. That we can identify things and people before we come into there the lord our eyes of understanding oh god uh, yes lord needs to be open that we need almighty god a baptism oh god of discernment in our day so we don't sample things like joshua so we are not captured, oh God. Yes, by trend, oh God. That we are not captured, yes, by, by, by popularity. We are not captured by what other others approve, oh God. Father, open our eyes. Open my eyes. Illuminate me. Lord, the knowledge that I have is not enough, cannot suffice, will not do with the kind of nature of the day you have brought me into. So open my eyes. Ignite me, oh God. Yes, Father, with a, the with knowledge a, with a knowledge that is not of this world yes knowledge comes from you the bible says the spirit of the lord will rest on him the spirit of knowledge Uh i need to know when i read about people when i when i when i when i when i I read the, the, the 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 books that i have in my library when i look at what people have written about friends there are knowledge in this world there are people who have knowledge when you when i mean i have got materials books here that in volumes people have touched things there are things that people know you cannot deny it people have written about all kinds of things there are those who are experts in in issues of economy there are those who are experts in issues of governance and government yes and negotiation there are there are all kinds of you know knowledge that people have really given themselves into there are dimensions of knowledge that we have, we have not even begun to understand when you talk about quantum physics. And quantum physics today is something that is being used almost in every area of life. There are all kinds of things that people have done. I was watching a program yesterday about, you know, this factory that manufacture chips, you know, chips that they use in computers and you know in 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 some you know in fact almost everything that we use almost every household goods has got some form of chip things that make you know machines to speak to themselves that these are knowledge these are knowledge these are knowledge and we cannot deny those knowledge (laughs) there are things that will be happening in our time in our day that if we don't have the spirit of god in us we will bow to the gods of babylon because the bible says in that day yes the false prophet will will give will give life to the beast that comes out of the water hey friends we may look at this and call them you know just you know a science but do you know that there are dimensions that science is entering today that you know people are almost you know replacing science to be god there are all kinds of realities and dimensions that will be happening in our day. And I'm saying this to you because if you are not aware, you see, awareness is the key. If you are not aware that there are knowledge, that when Adam fell, yes, he fell with the knowledge that God gave to him. That knowledge though became Corrupt. That knowledge, though, became contaminated. But that knowledge, men are still eating from it. People are still tapping into that knowledge. In fact, the book that I'm working on is speaking about these things that I'm talking about. There are, there are, there are realms that people have entered with knowledge. You see, people that are breaking into the barrier, yes, of of you know extraterrestrial, you know, a, a dimension. They're going into space. They're trying to find out things that they they're doing. can only be done because there is a form of knowledge but whatever knowledge we have and we have gathered if that thing exclude the knowledge of the Holy One if that knowledge exclude the knowledge of God if that thing refuses to acknowledge the Creator of heaven and earth if we refuse to bow our knees, we wake up in the morning and we refuse to acknowledge that the one who gave me life who who opened me up to a new day is the one who owns all knowledge, who knows all things, friends we will goof empires have risen and have fallen kingdoms have come and gone men who have written books, powerful materials where are they today? We acknowledge those knowledge, but we acknowledge one knowledge as the source of all knowledge. This is why we are asking the Lord to ignite our spirit. Because when we are ignited by fire, we are truly awakened to see things the way the Father will have us see them. You see, there is a way God will have us see. There is a way He will have us, you know, view things. There is a way He will have us, amen, yes, speak. Speak and represent there's a way he will have us interact with life with people with plants with animals yes there is a way god wants us to interact with creation our friends we have not seen knowledge yet may we come into the knowledge of the holy one when we come into the knowledge of the holy one you will know that it's not just enough to know certain things We need to know them via the perspective of the Creator. And this is what the Lord is calling us into. There is more to what we are talking about. There is more. Like I said yesterday, was yesterday or two days ago. What we are dealing with is just a foundation to bring us into dimensions. Into dimensions in God. There are channels in the Spirit. There are portals in the Spirit. This is just one portal open. To all dimensions of realities That we are going to come into It takes one who has a love Who has a zeal Who has a passion Who has a yearning for God To enter into a realm Of visions and revelations It's going to take someone Who has brought all That he or she has to the altar And said this is all that I am This is all that I have And laid all there is nothing that I can present to you that would do. There is nothing that I have that is good enough. No, I'm laying it on the altar. Consume it. When you do that, watch the next thing that begins to happen in your life. When you give and you have given all, then you realize they will open you up to another dimension that cannot be exhausted. He said, the principle is, you have to lose it to gain it. You have to lose whatever you have. You see, whatever you have, if if it's not laid, knowledge, strength, power, resource, relationship, all of those things that defines you, you have to come to the end of yourself. You have to come to the end of self. You have to come to the end of your day. So that the day of the Lord can begin. So that the counsel of God, the will of God, yes, the ways of God can be opened to you. There is a way that is about to be opened, but you have to come to the end of your way. Jesus showed us, It says, not my will. Not my will. You see, what defines a man is his will. What defines us is our will. God gave us a will, yes, to do all kinds of things to make decisions, to interact, amen, the way we want to interact. He gave us, God gave us the power to will, the power to say no to God. God gave it to you. God gave it to you. The power to even decide that there is no God. God put that thing there. Hallelujah. Do you understand this? Nobody can come to You know A rational conclusion And say well From my study From the things That I have studied And I have come to Understand and conclude They cannot be God. Even that itself Amen God gave you that rationale There are people Who do not have the power To even To rational things To think about things To you know To put things together They don't have the ability right, Yes It's a disease Not to be able to Compute things And yet there are those who are competing and are coming to the wrong conclusion. You see, you've got to understand that Christ must become the center. The center. The center of your heartbeat. The center of your life. It must become, yes, what your world, what your universe, amen, revolves around. That is what we're talking about. Christ must become the center of your universe not something else not your marriage not your relationship not your money not your position not your influence not your ministry not your giftings not your anointing christ must become the center of your universe that's what they're calling us to understand christ must become the center of my universe That is where and that is what we need to know and understand so that we can truly begin the journey to finish. Christ must become and that does not happen except you've been awakened. This is not some new age, you know, you know, thing. No, you have to be awakened in the light of truth. You have to be awakened in the light of truth. There has to be an ignition there has to be an igniting of a fire leading you towards christ that when moses saw man that burning bush you see he was awakened. he his attention was drawn from rearing a sheep, hallelujah to hearing the voice that would send him back to where he ran from <clears throat> you see what i'm saying This is what I'm trying to do. This this message are just a teaser. They are they're just a teaser. This is just a teaser. This is just to help you, amen. See what the Lord wants you to see. This is what this is just to help you, amen. Yes, begin from the right point again. You see, we have deviated, we have shifted as a church. We are no longer focusing on what is our assignment and mandate. We've left Christ and run after some some things where we call ministry no wonder we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. We've got to ask Peter. Peter was the best of fishermen. Peter knew hallelujah, the ocean. He understand the wave. He understand hallelujah. Yes, the move of the sea. He knows the best time to fish. Say we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. Just imagine their state Feeling disappointed? If you are not feeling disappointed about so many things in regards to church, in regards to life in this new day, in this season, then then you don't have a sense of awareness. Then you 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 don't know. You see, you see, you you have to know certain things for you to be able to measure. There has to be a yardstick of measurement. Somebody who have not read, who have not seen, who do not know anything about what the church was designed for. What the church you see was ordained for. I mean, will will look at me and like what, what wh- why are you making noise? What's your issue? Why are you so you know so you know passionate about these things? But if you have read the scripture and you know what the word of God says, and you know what Christ says, the greater works, amen, than this shall you do because I go to my father that he has committed, amen. Yes, the, the, the management of the earth. Into our hands, that He has made us the light and the salt of the earth. That in fact, what will define and determine the movement of the earth is in the hands of the church. That we have been committed something that we seem to have lost, and many of us are actually ignorant of. If you are not awakened to that reality, you will not bother. You see, in fact, I myself will not even bother. But there's a yastic and a measurement when when they set a standard and say well you are supposed to at this age you are supposed to be hitting this thing you are supposed to be doing this thing and you're not doing it they will come and like but why what's going on you will be querying you see if you're working in a in a company in most time they have a, a set target maybe you know in a month or you know by monthly some will have a target for the year This is what we should, you know, achieve. This is what we want to attain. This is what we want to get by the end of, you know, 2020. This is, this is the income we want to have. These are the things that we want to do, we want to achieve. And if by the end of the year, they sit down and they open the books to evaluate and they see that, oh, wow, we, we fell below expectation. The question then will be what happened? Why, why 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 is it that we're not able to meet our target? What happened? You have to probe Is exactly what God is doing in this new day There's a set target for the church There's a mandate for the church There is a position that we're supposed to operate There is a kind of quality of life that we're supposed to be amen, Expressing to the world There are values There's a quality of men and women That we ought to be seen Amen In the world There's a kind of a life that we ought to be representing. And they're asking us, what happened? What happened? Well, we missed it. We got distracted. We got drawn away. We allowed the world to overwhelm us. We ran from the source and we began to focus on the resource so we failed a good example is Peter was walking on water he was walking based on that which he heard the moment he turned his attention from Christ to the crisis the Bible says he began to sink that's what is going on we're sinking and they're asking us why are you sinking well we turn our eyes from the Lord we turn our attention from truth. We stop, we stop becoming God pleaser. We start becoming men pleasers. The opinions of men matters to us than the opinions of God and the intentions of God and the will of God. We no longer have a revelation, our heart is no longer journeyed to us, Zion. We, we we have become tired, we're no longer climbing the hill of the Lord. We have now chosen to live in the valley with the people with the problem of the people and we're trying to look for answer and solution within the valley and they say sorry but you don't find answer in the valley among the people you have to go to the hill you have to come to the hill of the lord to the mountain of the lord but we're tired of climbing mountains we're complaining just like the children of israel began to complain about eating manna they say what is this thing that we're eating every day we're tired of eating manna we want meat we become captured, we become seduced We have become deceived We want something else The presence of God no longer attracts us The glory and the face of God No longer attracts us Men are no longer journeying the way of Zion The way of Zion now Has been filled with all kinds of You know, yes, weeds and grass Growing because people no longer Journey the way of Zion They say stand at the crossroad And seek And seek Ask for the Asian path Something has gone wrong with us And many unfortunately are not even aware To them Business as usual Life continues No There's a way they want us to live life There's a way they want us to live life There's a way they want us to walk There's a way they want us to track life And we have shifted from the path so we are doing all kinds of things by our own will, by our own strength. We are willing the things by our own strength. We want to will the will of God by our own might. By our, now, I've got the will to do it. No, you don't. Sorry. That thing is corrupt. That thing no longer have the oil. That's why it's squeaky. That's why you're putting more energy. Have you tried to open the door that has not been open for, for years? All the hinges, you know, have gone rusty. It needs oil. Our life needs oil. Our joints needs oil. We need the oil of the spirit for us to be effective again. You keep using a car. You keep using your car without checking the oil. Without checking the fuel. That will keep the ignition alive, yes, and keep the car moving. One of these days, the car is going to disappoint you. One of these days, that car is gone Because that car can no longer move The oil needs to be changed And you've refused because you're so busy You must just continue You must just continue The business must continue But what should drive the business The life that you need to drive the business You've left it behind You are no longer, amen, In attendance to what is required To keep the vehicle, hallelujah Yes, walking soundly you've become wiser than god you've become wiser than god you think you can maneuver your way through life you think amen the little knowledge you have will suffice you know you take things for granted because you go to work and you come back home unscaled no accident nothing happened to you you take god for granted and say well hallelujah yes I would do, it was something he said, I would do as I do, I would shake myself the way as I I, I used to shake myself, the Bible says, and he did not know that the Lord had left him you see, that is the danger, that when the Lord leaves us, that when the presence of God is no longer there, that we are not even aware of it, that we can jump from the bed of Delilah to the bed, amen, of Jezebel that we can we can want, we can desire and this des, you know try to trade with the world without the wisdom of god and think the world is not gonna beat us you know people want to trade with the world and they think they're very wise so you see you see how we how we seal that deal they don't know that babylon planned planned it babylon set them up and they fell for it and they thought well it's the Lord no awake awake oh daughter of zion awake you who think you can do it on your own who think you can survive by your own strength for by strength shall no man prevail they say go tell zerubbabel not by might zerubbabel is a governor zerubbabel was the governor not just any kind of a man he was a man of authority it was a political influence it was an authority. He had power. Political power. Financial power. But to build the house of God. To build the temple of God. He could not. They had to send resources to him. They had to send prophet Aga. They had to send the priest Joshua. They had to send you know all kinds of resources to him. They said go tell him. Not by might. Not by power. I will not tell you this money. To think that you can will things, you can seal that deal, you can finish that business, that thing by your power, is to have bought a lie. Is to have bought a lie. The fact that somebody say yes, no, this is it, no, 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 and you did not involve God, you're gonna see. Because what God is doing in this season in time is letting men know that he is in charge. You see, that's the only way God is catching our attention is to let people know that he is the resource. He is your source. He is your will. He is your ability. He is your creativity. And we need to acknowledge that in our lives. We need to acknowledge that without him we can do nothing. I am the vine. My father is the husband man. Every branch in me that bears fruit, it, 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 it prunes. And the one that is not bearing fruit, it cuts away. God is about productivity. But, producti- pro- but productivity the Spirit of Christ. No one, no one can become productive and will remain productive without the Spirit of the Lord. Are you hearing the sound of the Spirit? Are you hearing the sound of the Spirit? So be ignited this morning. God, steer my heart. Lord, awaken me. Bring me to understand. Awaken me to realize. Help me to see my weakness and my frailty. Help me to see that without you, I have nothing to offer that without you I cannot do anything meaningfully I cannot move an inch without you So I put my hope and my trust in you I lay down my life this morning That all that you have given to me I'm bringing them down I'm asking you to refine them with your fire to purify them with your spirit Once again help me to know how to wield the sword Help me to know how to wield the sword of your spirit, the sword of your word. Grant me strength to move, oh God, in accordance to your glorious intentions for my life. Enable me to have a standing, oh God, in days when men are collapsing. Undress me from, yes, my own idea. Undress me from my own belief system. Help me to live a life and to wear The values of a faith express true love. It is my desire this morning that my life becomes the very extension of your kingdom on earth. Touch every part of me, my mind, my thoughts, my faculty, every part of my life, every ounce of my strength. I bring them as an offering unto you this morning. I desire you more than life itself. You are my food, you are my drink, you are the air that I breathe. Without you, I'm dead. Without you, I do not seek life because you are life. Nothing will satisfy. All of the things of this world, they are all temporal. Achievements, being able to achieve great things, they are all temporal. They they are temporal joy, they are temporal fulfillment. They are not lasting. You don't design them to be lasting. God never designed you to find lasting fulfillment and joy in anything outside of him. To think, to think, doing something called ministry is what brings fulfillment to you is to bought the lie of the devil, is to bought the lie of religion. Ministry is to have a standing before the father, is to have a presence before him. That's true, ministry because it's from there you can see you can know and they can deploy you and guess what we are daily daily being deployed never you think that what you did yesterday is the continuity of what you're going to do today no you will have to go back and hear and listen so you can respond precisely and accurately what is your mind You see, Jesus did ministry in this context Every day he will go to his father What is your mind for the day? What is your heart for the day? What is your will for the day? I don't want to presume The fact that I did it this way yesterday And I succeeded Therefore, I'm going to do the same thing today No, he will go early in the morning Hallelujah to the mountain to seek the face of his father he wants to know the agenda for the day what is your agenda for the day father what is your will for the day father what is your mind he was doing all of that to show us a blueprint he was giving us a divine blueprint to live life successfully on earth the advancement of the kingdom is to live within the context of the mind of Christ No one advances the kingdom of God without the mind of Christ, amen, motivating, guiding, leading, and instructing you on the path to go. You cannot advance the kingdom of God Outside of the wheel of Christ, the wheel of Christ is not something, amen, that we know once. It's something we would daily walk in. Daily we present ourselves to Christ, amen, as a living sacrifice. Daily we must hear, daily we must know, daily we must understand, amen, what He wills for today. Today, When you hear his voice, harden not your heart, the word says. Today, not yesterday, today when you hear his voice, there is a voice, there is a present voice of God. There is a present speaking of God. There is a present proclamation and declaration of God. Every word that we live by is the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by breath alone. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds. There's a proceeding word. You can can do yourself a favor by seeking to understand the proceeding word, by seeking to live within the order of the proceeding word. The proceeding word carries the resource, carries the knowledge, carries the wisdom, carries the understanding that is required for the day. Each day is sufficient for, hallelujah, his own challenge. Don't bother about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. I'm talking about today. Today. That you you come into a divine air, intermingling with the Lord. You come into a divine communion with him. You come into a divine understanding. This is not religion. This is dependence. Adam was not designed to be autonomous. Adam and Eve were not designed to live an autonomous life. The Father will come down, amen, in the cool of the day. To have an interaction with man. It's a pattern that he still wields. No wonder Jesus came down to show us how to come in contact, how to interact again, yes, with the Spirit of the Lord. Friends, the Lord is pouring Himself. The outpour is not just about something to do, it's also about you know a position of light they want us to come into. Now we have access to God. He's pouring himself, He's pouring Himself. This is not just yes, power to do something, it's power to become what He desire and what He designed us for. I will pour out my spirit, like we said a few days ago. No, no matter what the enemy is doing out there, it cannot, it cannot stand the release of the Spirit of God. If you and I are now walking by the Spirit of God, we are, Amen, a thousand, a million miles away from the devil. He can't come near us. Whenever he tries to come near Jesus, he's defeated. You know why he comes near us and we get defeated? Because we have not fully imbibed He tested Jesus in all those three dimensions The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes And the pride of life And he was defeated flat He was beaten arms down The devil knows your weakness And that weakness you have to take it to the Lord And lay it on the altar Yours could be lust of the eye It could be pride of life It could be the deceitfulness of riches Take it, lay it on the altar This is my weakness Lord, you know it I want to die daily to this i want to die daily to this desire to this ambition because life happens to many of us we are all inherited all kinds of things all kinds of belief system all kinds of damaged mindset and belief belief system that we have all inherited we are all born into all kinds of sin I know you've given your life to Jesus. So why is that thing still there in you? Why are you still being controlled and motivated? Yes, by that thing God says he doesn't want. Because that thing is still locked within your soul. And that's why you have to daily present yourself. This is the day. Friends, this is the season of the restoration of the soul. Do you know that? So don't fool yourself because you pray in tongues. Or because you can preach the Bible. And you think well You are insulated from this thing No, when the enemy comes He comes for you big time He knows He knows the seed that has been sown in you He said leave, leave it until harvest time And these are days of harvest So all kinds of things are coming to maturation You get what I mean All kinds of things are coming to maturation Both the good, the bad and the ugly Are coming to maturation So it takes people that are committed, that are determined to live the life of Christ and they live to live their life through Christ, amen, to deal with this complex, soulish issue that have become part and parcel of our life. You want to do the will of God, but that thing says, no, I'm not going to allow you. I was born with you. This thing was transferred from your mother, from your father into you. You inherited this life. You inherited this seed. There's a, there's a legality that was given to me, to God and watch you and to motivate and define and determine your life. You have to wake up to a death maturity and say no more. You no longer have a hold. The Bible says the day came and Moses refused to be called. Son of Pharaoh's daughter You no longer own me I might have grown in the palace of The most terrible empire in the world I might have grown, yes In an environment of Wickedness and perversion And sin and corruption But there is a God who rules over Heaven and earth, whom I serve There is a God who has Yes, a call over me Who has mandated me for his purposes This day I choose divorce myself from you you lust of the eye you lust of the flesh you pride of life you no longer have a foot in a hold over my over my life i break myself free from your hold i hear the sound of heaven the lord once again is walking in my garden you have no more hold over me that generational spirit today i'm breaking it i'm breaking the cause i'm severing myself you no longer have a place in my life i give my life to christ i give my soul to christ i give my mind to christ i give my faculty everything in me that desire things contrary to the will of god i take those things i lay them down if it's lost you talk about it Lay it down lost i lay you down pride i lay you down yes a a, a desire to long for material things money hallelujah i lay it down the lord is my supplier he supplies all my needs he provides for me i learn to wait i learn to trust i learn to depend on him i wait on the timing of god every season that he has ordained for me is to groom me is to grow me so that when i come into my inheritance here on earth i will not lose my mind You see, you begin to pray like this. You have to hate everything that God dislikes in your life. You must not have some hidden love for sin. Where you have a hidden love amen, for sin, that is a foothold the enemy has over you. You know what I said? Where you have a hidden, hidden love. Some of us, many of us have got hidden love, hidden love. It's not it's not revealed. It's not shown. It's not you know obvious to the world. We can talk about righteousness, we can preach about it, we can declare these things that look wow. But deep deep in our heart. Like Paul said, deep in my heart there is still a dimension in me that is longing for these things. Deliver me oh God. He said the things I don't want to do Are the things I find myself doing. Who does that? Who does that? The things I don't want to do are the very things I find myself doing. You know, I see some of our sisters, sisters who claim to be servants of God, instruments of God. You know, their life is the expression of lust. You can see lust, they are projecting love through Ali at the social media. The Bible talk of God saving us from an evil eye, perversion, wickedness. That's not Christianity. To be to be expressing and selling some form of you know lustful, perverted you know lifestyle on social media. That's not. That's I don't know what are you promoting. Come on, the Bible says anything that resembles sin, we must depart from it, we must shift away from it. Anything that will cost another man, another person, amen, to stray away. You stay away from that thing. Paul said, if what I eat will cause my brother, amen, to stumble. For his sake, for his sake, are you hearing me? For my brother's sake, I leave that thing. Don't take your liberty as a license to cause others to fall. It's wickedness men of God are hearing these things and are seeing this thing, and you cannot call people that you know to order and say, hey, hey sister brother, no, we don't do things like that, there is a value system there's a culture that we belong maybe the culture of the world you live in maybe the culture of your country, South Africa accept that, maybe the culture of the world accept that, but if you claim to be a child of God, sorry culture, is aberrant, it's alien lust perversion, wickedness, pride ungodliness arrogant spirit, all of these things are alien and they will hinder you from entering the realities of Christ, you can be talking about some Christ but it's not the same Christ of the world, it's not the same Jesus because the same Jesus of the world left us a value system It left us, hallelujah, a tradition that we've got to, amen, yes, adhere to. It's not about you. This life is not about you. You must come to the cross. I must come to the cross so that the day of the Lord, the life of Christ, can flow through us to the world. If you're behaving like the world system, how can you change the world? How can you transform the world? if you as a servant of God do not have the boldness to bring correction, if bringing correction will make you lose that person then do it because one day that person is going to realize and say wait a minute I've been doing my thing, nobody brought me, but this man brought me correction but I hated him for that one day if the Lord permits this person will wake up and say "Ah, I better return, it's the story of the prodigal, you see we are afraid to lose people so we keep the truth away from them. No, anybody who knows me, who's been following me, will know like I love to speak the truth, even if it's to my own heart, even if I'm going to you know fall out of relationship with you, even if I'm gonna lose something, I'd rather tell you the truth. In fact, I cannot rest. Sometimes, you know, my my in my home, they in my family, they're like, but but no, I cannot, I can hold it back because that's who I am. That's what God And that's what God has designed Any believer We are supposed to expose The works of darkness Not hide them Not conceal them If something is wrong You know And when we do that It puts a check light on us I'm not claiming to be perfect But I'm saying Amen If I see evil And I cover it It's because there are evil in my life That I You know I feel comfortable about When you speak about something That is wrong Amen It puts the searchlight on you Because you know That you cannot be an hypocrite you don't get to this point in the day, but I'm saying this is how they want us to live life. I didn't choose this part. If you came to some point and said, I want God in my life, I need Christ in my life, then you better understand that Christ has a standard. He has a yastick. He has a standard. He has a yastick. Just as every company has their values, they have their yardstick there are companies you go to they tell you we don't want mini here we don't want it it's part of their culture some company don't mind some will tell you this is what we want the value system the mission statement is there on the wall you can read it so nobody can say well I didn't know no no you you should read it the word of God shows us our values the, the principles the standard the quality hallelujah yes that the lord deserve from us these are no uh, uh, you, you, you don't have an, you know, an option this is an, an optional thing no you don't have an option I don't have an option you want to stand for Christ you want to speak on behalf of Christ regardless of what the ministry is it could be to give a cup of water If your ministry is to give a cup of water to somebody else Then you have to understand that that ministry of giving a cup of water Has got a value, has got a standard Has got, yes, yes, a principle to it There's a protocol to it So it's not about, I'm just doing something No, there's a way, there's a manner There's a value, there's a structure, there's a standard There's a protocol to doing it To think Christianity is just about you is to be selfish. Did the other said? To think Christianity is just about you is to be selfish. Many of us have embraced selfishness in the name of Christianity. Christianity does not give us a license to do whatever we want to do. No, no, no. That's not grace. That is something else. That's a different gospel. And should not be accepted in the body of Christ. You see, what we are about is to see a change. A holy revolution coming back to the church of the law. There's a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Preparing the way of the law. We are making the path of God straight. I mean, I've got ladies, sisters following me. I know where to draw the line. I relate with them. They are my daughters, spiritual daughters. They are my disciples. But when I see something that is not right, and they will tell you, I've cautioned them. When one of my sisters dressed in a way that is unbecoming, I say, no, sorry, we don't dress like that. <clears throat> as long as you're going to be under my spiritual guidance. No, that dressing, sorry, you can't dress like that. And when they dress well i'm the first to tell them that dress looks nice it looks wonderful because i want them to look beautiful i want them to look nice but not amen to expose themselves not to declare something that the lord hallelujah has not ordained it is ungodly it's evil is perverted is destroying the church we have to speak about these things why because we want to be ignited we want the fire of god god doesn't pour himself into any kind of vessel no the day where you think well uh, god just pours himself into anybody god is pouring out his spirit but guess what the people that are going to receive that spirit are people who have been waiting who have been preparing themselves yes the bridegroom is coming the bride must be prepared you can't live your life as if you are now you're not being prepared to marry you want to marry jesus and you're living like amen like like the halots you're living the halots life you want to marry jesus and you are living your life as if you're in babylon you want to marry jesus but you're living your life in a perverted way you, you you're talking about the different jesus not the same jesus we read in the bible you got it listen you think oh this guy no 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 i didn't i didn't get to this point in the day no no i also i was also tracking I grew up, Amen, having the spirit of loss. So don't think, well, this guy. No, no. Like I told, like I told you, we are all born into all kinds of spirit. My issue was lost. So don't think, well, this guy. Uh, no, no. Uh, this guy is just a prophet. No, every prophet came from somewhere. Every gift is taken from among men. Yours could be something else. Mine was lost, and the reason for that is because of how I was, I, I was groomed, you know when you grow up without a father mother you will by nature be lusting after all kinds of things because you are looking for you see the, the root of lust amen Is insecurity the reason why people lust after things it's insecurity. They are looking for security. They are looking for attention. They are looking for fulfillment in something. Yes, if you are not finding it in a man, you find it in a woman. If you are not finding a woman, sometimes you find it in some career. You oh, there are people lost in after career, all kinds of things, <clears throat> because you think the power is there, authority is there, fulfillment is there. You will lost. Some a man will be even lost in after gifts if only I can just get the gift, if I can just be anointed, no, you're not doing that for Christ, you just want gift, you want to be known, you want to be popular, you want attention around you, that's why you're doing what you're doing when you get to the point where you love people you want people, and you, you desire, you can lay down your life for people and still, your life is not about people but about Christ, then you know that you are truly called. You see, then you know that you've been called of God. You have to know this. You have to know this. These are things people will not tell you. I'm telling you the truth because I love you. Love you. Love is what is going to give us victory and will help us to conquer the nature of the days that we live in. There's a spirit out there in the world the spirit of babylon is captured through the spirit of lust perversion you think it's entertainment no they are winning your soul they are draining you they are pulling you into that thing you will find yourself in the quick sand you'll be drowned before you know it lust of the eye lust of the flesh pride of life those are the roots of all sins Of course, all sin began from disobedience. Disobedience produced those three three things. So, you have to know why they're asking you to get rid of certain things. Why they're asking you, amen, to let go. Peter, do you love me? You can't love Jesus and love something else. Whatever you love must be flowing from the love of Christ. You can't have a love spiritually for Christ and you have a love soulish for something else. No, no, no that, that, that doesn't compute. So, you've got to let that soulish love die. You've got to let it go. All love must emanate, must come. You see, to love a woman must come from the Spirit first. Oh, you said, but I get attracted. Yes, it's important. Attraction is part of it. But that attraction must not be something, amen, that is li- leading to just some physical you know material you know momentary thing <clears throat> that is the reason why when people <clears throat> excuse me when people go into a relationship when their people have sex before marriage you understand you know, oftentimes they don't end up marrying themselves because you know the man has, has gotten what he wants you see he's tested the water and oftentimes you don't want that. That is why you discover that marriages that last the most are, are people who keep themselves before marriage. I say sorry, no, I, I love you enough to keep myself. If you, if truly you are my, you know, you are my future partner. Then we have to keep ourselves. Oh, we don't preach that again in the church. Oh, there's some strange message. Oh, the word of God has not changed. You can still say no to the man. Sorry, I can't sleep with you. And even if she wants it, sorry, no, no. I, if I sleep with you, it means that I'm, I might not end up marrying you. So let's continue to keep ourselves. Let's agree together for God to give us the grace and the strength to keep ourselves, because marriage is designed to produce something, to birth something of of Christ for Christ. You've got to know those things we're talking about. Amen. Ignited by fire. We're talking about ignited by fire, friends. Everyone has got an issue that they were, they're struggling with. Whatever that issue is, identify it and bring it to the bring it to the cross, bring it to the feet of the cross, lay it on the altar. That's if you genuinely, you see, of course by now you know that we're speaking to people who are truly seeking. We're speaking to people who are truly, who truly want a change in their life. Because we don't have the time to waste. I'm not here to sermonize you. I'm not here to just, you know, you know minister to your soul, minister to your flesh. I'm not here to, you know, to, to, to seal something that should be uncovered. That certain messages are like that. They they, they 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 come to approve what what they should disapprove. They come to approve what they should rebuke. Who are you preaching for? Remember, we represent someone. When we speak, we represent someone. We represent hallelujah Christ and His kingdom. We don't represent ourselves. We don't preach for ourselves. We don't preach, amen, for our own liking. We don't preach, amen, for men's approval. We want to be, amen, a new a new order of people. We want to be a different species. We want to be instrument for God. We want to be vessels for God. We want our life, amen, to become the very, you know, vessel and conduit that reflects, that reveal, that showcase, that display the glory of God. If you don't want that, then this message is not for you. Then, sorry, forget about the things that I'm saying. But if the Lord ever put a passion in you, if the Lord ever drop a message in you, if the Lord ever tapped you, if they ever call you, and somehow you miss the call. You 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 you've done your own thing. Then this message is a wake up call for you to return back because this is the day the Lord is saying, "Come back to your first love. Come back to your first love. You that are afraid, you're in and out. You don't know what to do. Oh, no no. Come back to your first love. The Lord gave us that word a few days ago, yesterday or two days ago. Whatever you want to do." Or you think God has called you to do It must begin from The place of your first love The word first love Does not mean we're the beginning of all things No, it means first in time First in rank, first in space First in order First in priority The seven churches in Ephesus We all want to return Back to their first love Even the church of Saddis, who live where Satan, hallelujah, have his dwelling, come back to your first love. The love of God is the motivation for the message of the kingdom. The love of God is the. The love of God, let me put it this way the love for Christ is the motivation for the kingdom, for preaching, for teaching, for moving, for speaking, for interacting. With the things of his kingdom. Because there is no kingdom. Outside the revelation of Christ. There is no kingdom outside of Christ. I preach kingdom. I teach kingdom. I've written books, materials on the kingdom of God. <clears throat> but the context is. We have to be entrenched. We have to be built. We have to be firmly rooted. So that you may be rooted in the love. You have to be rooted. When you are rooted in the love of Christ, no matter what is going on outside there, amen, there is a source. Amen. You are forever being resourced. The life of God is flowing. That's why those people can die smiling because they were really connected. Nothing could move them, nothing could shake them. There is no amount, amen, of pain you afflict them with that could make them change their mind. No amount of lack and need that could make them change their mind. There's a place you have to get to in your walk with God where you are fully persuaded that neither life nor death nor peril, sword, angel, famine, amen, can separate you from the love of God. Friends, this is igniting the fire. May the fire of God be ignited in your heart this morning again. May you be kindled Oh may you be kindled as a fire and may the grace, the wisdom, the knowledge, the fear of God, the counsel of God be ignited in you so you can seek the Lord while he may be found while is day seek for him for the night is fast coming when no man can walk for the for, you know for God again and the things of God so this is the time friends hallelujah see the way God is motivating us did you see the way the Lord is speaking to us did you see this the way the Spirit of God is drawing us come all you who are thirsty all you who are ever learning friends what do we say this is the day to seek that which has been hidden this is the mystery of all mysteries That you may know the love of God. That you may come into the glorious riches of Christ's inheritance in you. Oh, hallelujah. That you may come into the glorious riches. That you will give your time to search, to seek. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of noble men and women to search it out. To search it out. It's time to search. Nobody bumps into a treasure. Hallelujah. Just, you know, by hitting the ground. No, you have to dig deep, you have to mind the things of the Spirit. You have to mine the things of the spirit. You have to mine it. You have to mine it. There are certain uh, 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 mining sites that require certain instruments, machines to get to what you are looking for. What price are you paying to mine the things of God? What attention you offering oh forget about what you want to become I'm talking about the process of becoming that thing when the Lord finally see that your attention is totally completely focused on him they will start opening your eyes you start seeing just a little bit of star here and there tinkle tinkle little star when they catch your attention Ah, they will bring you into the greater light, into the greater glory. Yes. Even in the order of light, there are realms of light. Jesus is the light of the world, but even in that light, there is the light of the day, there is a light of the night. There are all, I mean, think of the number of billions of stars we have. All of those stars represent a dimension of the glory of Christ. Ah, that's a word. Each of those stars. And you know the beauty of the star, hallelujah, is revealing the night. So who is afraid of darkness? The darkness is an opportunity to reveal the glory of Christ. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. And the glory of noble people, kings, is to search it. How far are you willing to search? What price are you willing to pay? What value of price? What 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 are you paying in terms of value? Amen. In searching, in finding the things of God. Hallelujah. Oh, Spirit of God, you hearing the sound? Ignite by fire. Igniting the fire. The sound of awakening. May you be awakened this morning. May you know, friends, that your public life is one designed in your private secret life. That your public display of whatever is designed in your private secret life who you are publicly is what you have become hallelujah in the secret is what you have become in the secret yes that's the prayer my dear sister ignite us with your fire daily well you know what that fire. <clears throat> has been designed for you understand the objective why you need to be ignited daily you see you 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 won't be tired of praying this prayer lord ignite me daily with your fire you won't be tired ignite my children with your fire because the fire is not to consume oh of course it will consume everything that is of the flesh but it will purify that which is of the spirit (laughs) It will keep you passionate. It will keep your love amen, alive. It will keep you going. It will keep you sinking for the Lord. Hallelujah. Ignite us with your fire. Baptize us with your presence. I said the fire is not to consume you. It's to purify you. So you can continue to ascend up so you can continue to make your way hallelujah you can continue to climb you can continue to ascend they said did we not throw three men in the fire (laughs) who is this fourth man they say his countenance is like that of the son of the living god who told them in the fire Jesus was preaching to the king Nebuchadnezzar? In the very fire, they were preaching to ne- Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Hallelujah. They say we threw three men, but the fourth one, his countenance looked like the Son of the Living God. Father, ignite us. May we search may our hearts be set on a journey for your glory for your glory oh, I cannot go without touching this scripture again when the day of Pentecost came I told you, Pentecost is not some historical event Pentecost is not a religious event Pentecost means you come to maturity it means you've been awakened it means you've come to a realization It means now you want to access a dimension of a life, amen, that speaks into God's plan and purposes for your life and through your life so that the intentions of God can burst forth into the nations. That's Pentecost. It's from Pentecost that the church was announced into the nation. Pentecost, hallelujah, is the trumpet that announces the day of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost came, that day must come upon you. As it came, hallelujah, upon people 30 years ago, 40 years ago 500 years ago Every generation Must experience their own Pentecost And I told you, as the Lord spoke to us Not not too long ago, that you can Experience Passover Pentecost and the tabernacle Amen, all in one season So I'm not out of order when I tell you That this day we are invited to come to Pentecost because when the church is as dead as we can see today we need the Passover and then we need the experience of Pentecost as we make our way into the tabernacle the holies of holy. Hallelujah! So I am very, 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 very acutely aware of what I'm talking about. In case you come with your religious ideas, say, why is he talking about Pentecost when we are talking kingdom? Who says Pentecost is not within the kingdom of God. When you experience Pentecost, you will know because it will accelerate you in your movement into the place where you can lay down your life to enter into the holies of holy as John the Baptist did. You've got to understand the context of the word of God and the speakings of God. Every spiritual successful journey has been burned and maintained in the place of an unsatiable hunger for the spirit of the living God. Oh God, my soul longs for you. I yearns for you as the deer pants for the water. So I pant after you, oh God. Fill me. Baptize me. This is a baptism of fire, not of water. They were baptized on the day of Pentecost. But that was just, hallelujah, an initial baptism. You will notice that as the church grew there were other baptisms that they came into no one that they had the boldness to stand and challenge the principalities of the day the systems of the day hallelujah how many of us today have the boldness to stand and challenge the false order this the false system of the day we don't <laughs> we give all kinds of excuses we come with all kinds of humanistic ideas and philosophy why we cannot but you and I understand that the bottom line is because we lack an experience the things of God revelation, knowledge wisdom counsel, all of those things are experience. nobody captures the things of God and represent, hallelujah, those things just by human intellect no, spiritual things must become experiential for them to work for you spiritual things must become experiential you must experience Passover you must experience Pentecost what is experiencing Passover? it's the place of sacrifice when you have sacrificed all, they bring you into Pentecost then the fire of God that has prepared you on the altar. falls upon you. Now you can go on. Amen. To represent God's intention. The church was in hiding. Until Pentecost. Why is the church hiding today? Why is the church seem to be mute? Because. We've lost the fire. And that's why we pray. Ignite us with your fire. Father we thank you once again. We bless you Lord for. Your voice your heart your mind your will your intentions your desire thank you for the things that you have done thank you for the way once again that you have spoken to us this morning thank you father for the establishment of your counsel in our life we rejoice in you as you as you rejoice over us we celebrate your counsel we thank you for the manner and the way that you have led us this morning thank you father for the imprint of your word, of your wisdom upon our life, once again, we rise up, as we grow, in this understanding, in this footing, of what you're doing, in our time, in our day, preparing us, for the third dimension, preparing us, for the building, of the tabernacle of David, preparing us, for a house, that indeed will become your, habitation, preparing us, for that which is growing, on the inside of us, to be made manifest, Lord, we openly, openly, openly embrace all of you and we say may your kingdom come may your will be done in us and through us use us for your glory thank you lord for the grace to discover again the pathway of spiritual hunger we hunger for you we thirst for you we yearn for you baptize my brothers and my sister this morning with your holy fire let your presence be awakened in them oh may they know the joy." of standing before you may they know the joy of honoring you may they know the joy of pleasing you may they know the joy of glorifying you with their life we present our lives to you spirit soul and body every faculty you've given to us we present them to you as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable but this is our reasonable service. We conform not to this world, but rather we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Our will, our soul, desire, this money is to please you, Christ. In our workplace, in our business, in our career, in our ministry, we desire to please you. We want to showcase you. We want to display you. We want our life to become, yes. The platform of revealing your glory That the world may see We don't need to announce ourselves We just need We just need to be in that position Where the world themselves can see us Burning for you As the three Hebrew children Were seen burning And the fourth man appear This is our prayer Open our eyes Take us deeper in the revelation of your counsel Bring us closer To the ascended reality of your glory we thank you oh we glorify you have your way once again take your place be glorified in our lives father we we, we bless your name hallelujah in jesus name we have prayed amen and amen and amen friends once again It's an honor to share this moment with you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being part of today's uh, live broadcast. I want to appreciate everyone, amen, that have joined us this morning. Uh, Sister Tina, amen, Brother Mervyn, amen. Thank you so much, Brother Bekiso, Brother Safiki, thank you, amen. Sister Priscilla, everyone that have joined us, uh, and Sister Myrtle, everyone, God bless you. Thank you so very much for being part of our live broadcast. Please do share, amen, this teaching if you feel What we have shared this morning is powerful enough to ignite somebody's heart. Well, why don't you share it with them? Why don't you let them know what God is doing? We'll see you again, hopefully, by God's grace, either tonight or tomorrow morning. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Keep yourself ignited in the fire. Love you all. Enjoy the rest of the day. Bye-bye.